Greetings, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwill. Appreciate you joining me again on today's chapter of the journey. We're in 2 Kings 9, and it was verses 12, the last half of 12 through 13. That resonated with me this morning. It says, Yehu said to his fellow officers, well, here's what the prophet told me. This is what the Lord says. I anoint you king over Israel. The officers quickly took their cloaks and spread them under him on bare steps. Then they blew the trumpet and shouted, Yehu is king. Today's podcast is entitled, The Leadership Difference. I want to start off today's podcast with a quote from Jason Gay, writing in the Wall Street Journal. Quote, decades from now, mystified scientists will gather to study the NFL's Minnesota Vikings to try to figure out what they were all about, if they existed to compete in football, or merely to psychologically torment a population of loyal, long-suffering fans. End quote. Jason Gay wrote those words earlier this week after Wendy and I joined Vikings Nation in suffering another disappointing playoff loss. It was, however, one of the most interesting and entertaining seasons in history. If you had suggested at the beginning of the season to experts and odds makers that the Vikings would go 13-4 and this season, they'd have laughed in your face. Add to that, going 11-0 and in season games decided by one score or less. Yes, I have no fingernails left including the biggest comeback in NFL history. They were down 33 to nothing at halftime and came back to win. So what's even more fascinating about this year's Vikings team is the larger story. Last year, the owners fired the coach and general manager after another disappointing year in which the team failed to meet expectations or get to the playoffs. After the firings, there proceeded a flood of comments from players. It was kind of surprising, actually, and even shocking regarding how terrible the atmosphere had been in the locker room, how awful the leadership team had been, and how frustrating it was to play under them. Well, the owners then hired two very capable young men who seemed to have integrity to take the helm of leadership this year. I heard one anecdote regarding a former assistant coach now working for another team. And when someone mentioned that the attitude in the Vikings locker room going into the season was really positive, he replied, of course it is. Satan left the building. Wow. Harsh. You know, today's chapter would make a fascinating and thrilling movie if it were done right. It's all about leadership change in dramatic fashion. The prophets anoint an army officer as king of Israel and place on him the responsibility to rid Israel of the evil house of Ahab and Jezebel, the current leadership regime. What stood out to me was how quickly everyone joined in the rebellion. The newly anointed Yehu seemed to consider his anointing a joke until his soldiers and fellow officers quickly pledged their allegiance to him. They were desperate for change, and they were willing to follow him. When Yehu confronts Jezebel, she standing in the upper story window 
of her palace in Jezreel, Jehu simply suggests to the eunuchs in her service that they throw her out the window. And they are eager and happy to oblige. You know, a wise man once said that the only thing to which evil responds is an overpowering force, because it's all that evil understands. Evil rules and holds sway through power and fear and intimidation, violence and oppression. Over the past few weeks, I've delivered a couple of messages in which I explored how different Jesus' example and plans were for changing the world. Instead of a top-down power, Jesus exemplified and called his followers to live out a bottom-up, humble, love-powered service towards others that would transform other individuals from the inside out. Those individuals would then pay it forward by doing the same thing. And they to others, and they to others, and they to others, until eventually they turn the world upside down. In the quiet this morning, I'm contemplating the difference that leadership makes on a football team, in a business, in a church, in a community, in a family. When leadership is a top-down, authoritarian power play, those within that system become anxious for a change in leadership. But when leadership is a humble, love-motivated mindset of serving those within the system, there is no limit on how much that system can flourish and accomplish. It might even go 13-4, and 11-0 in close games for the season, and stage the greatest comeback in NFL history. I can't wait to see what happens next year. I hope you have a great day, my friend. Lord willing, we'll be back here tomorrow.